Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast. Today's episode is all about why your guy keeps pissing you off. And I'm laughing as I'm creating this because I was wondering in the morning, what should I speak about this week? And as I walked into the gym in the beautiful sunshine, the words, why your guy keeps pissing you off, popped into my head. This is my happy place that I go to when I'm creating. So I hope you love this as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Why do they do it? Why do they piss us off so much? Why does even the breathing at night make us want to strangle them in their sleep? Why does the way they walk annoy us, the way they speak, the way they respond, the way they leave the dishes, the way they leave the underpants, the way they use the sink as a bin, the way they might deal with something, the way they handle their parents, money, their ex, why do things piss us off so much? And as you know me by now, it's not about them. It's about what it's showing within you. What we're going to look at today is an energy, a power or force, some like to call it, that's often asleep within women. I would love to know the percentage, but I know it's going to be like 80% plus. It's a part of a woman that society has trained them out of dwelling in. And through tough times that she's experienced, a part of a woman is literally disowned. She doesn't know she's done it. It's not a conscious decision. It happens automatically when she's been through tough times. And it impacts how she feels and how she shows up in relation to relationships, with regards to money, with regards to self-worth, self-love, all of these parts of her psyche, parts of her experience in the world, inside and out, is impacted through this part of her being disconnected. The trouble is, when there's an issue in a relationship, many women and couples make it all about the other person. If only they do more of this and less of that, and we focus on the other person's faults. A man can be unattracted to us when we're not being as much as we deeply desire to be because we're out of balance. We can be unattracted to our guy when he's not being a leader or as confident as we want him to be. And when I say attracted, I mean not just physically attracted, but that's part of it. But mentally, they can annoy us and emotionally, they can drain us because they can trigger high emotions within us. So why does it matter what your reaction to your partner is? Because your reaction to your partner shows a lot about yourself. You really see yourself in your intimate relationships, the good and the not so good. The strangling them for even breathing in their sleep has nothing to do with the breathing. The way they use the sink as a bin or not tidy up after themselves, it's not about those things. It's about where your head is at for the majority of the day. 
whilst you might be in a connected relationship and a healthy one, this can still do your head in. If you're busy and stressed in your work life or if you're dealing with a situation outside of your intimate relationship that's causing you anxiety or pressure, then these issues can still arise. However, if you're in a disconnected relationship already, then the strangling will feel very, very real. Very cute, very tempting, and especially in the early hours of the morning when you're trying to get some sleep as well. So, are you ready? Because, like I said, in most women, and it's not something to beat yourself down for, we already do enough of that. This is a part of a woman that is shut down, cut off, and disowned, again, without her even knowing she's doing it. And then she wonders why she doesn't feel quite right, why she feels a bit lost. She goes out searching in the world to find herself and fix herself. And nothing outside of her ever makes her feel comfy in her skin and at peace within herself. Until she starts to meet Aphrodite, that powerful energy inside every single woman that is either alive and thriving within her or fast asleep. You'll know whether she's awake or asleep within you right now by how you feel the majority of the time. And there's nowhere she can be more asleep than in a disconnected relationship or marriage. So what does a live feel like? A live feels like, if it's safe, close your eyes and, and really feel this, if you can. A live feels like in love, happy, relaxed, at ease, content, successful, on purpose, allowing, being, creative, passionate, sexy, sassy, having a healthy sexual desire and sexual urges, creating money, receiving money, spending it on herself, treating herself, healing of a past, freedom of anxiety over the future, at peace within, comfortable in her own skin, connected to God, the universe, accepting of herself and others, forgiving of herself and others. How amazing does that feel? Asleep, she feels confused, tired all of the time, maybe headaches, fatigue, blocked, lost, down, low, sad, maybe digestive problems, period problems, feeling guilt and shame on a very subtle level, remorse, disconnected from herself and others, doubting herself, doubting others, finding fault in others, blaming herself for bad decisions. In her relationship, it can be too roommatey, just bringing up the kids and not really interacting about anything else but working kids. It can be casual sex, sex in a toxic relationship. It can be cheating, desiring it and getting off on having it elsewhere. It's like hating yourself and doing things in your life that make you feel bad without you really realising it and being addicted to toxic relationships and experiences that aren't for your highest good. We can become so used to living without Aphrodite, the goddess of love and intimacy within us, that power, that force within us, that we don't 
even know how to use her properly. She's still there, she's not broken, she's not ran away, but we can cut her off because at some point when we used her wrongly, for example, casual sex or forgetting something in a needy, graspy way, someone might have abused us mentally, physically, emotionally. We got completely confused about our sexuality and how to be ourselves. Marriage at times can make us feel that we're on a completely different page from each other. It can feel like that in relationships with family and friends as well at times, when in truth, you cannot be on a different page. At your core, you are the same, but the stuff on the surface is your stuff. You have to own your stuff that's coming up when Aphrodite shut down and you're not feeling the love and you can't even get there and it's a struggle to feel anything at all apart from anger, hate and resentment. So why do you react the way you do? Why are you blaming the other person? Why do you feel so angry, annoyed and irritated at times? And it's not, this isn't to beat yourself down and make Aphrodite definitely run away forever and lock her up. This is to own it and be like, right, okay, this has happened. This is how my younger self dealt with it. Very, very good coping mechanism at the time. Trauma shut her down. Religion has made her shameful. Society confuses the hell out of her on a daily basis. But now it is time to heal all of that. Are you ready? Let's do it. It's time to experience Aphrodite within you again. Now, it's harder for a woman to get back into balance. Firstly, because we run on a much longer cycle than men. They can literally recalibrate recalibrate within 24 hours. It takes a woman up to a whole month. Secondly, we spin so many plates. We have the mother in us, the Hera. We have the worker, Athena. And then we're expected to be Aphrodite, this goddess in bed at night. It's like, are you kidding me? Do you not think I've got enough to do? I've done all of this all day long and now I need to be this goddess in bed. No wonder people say I've got a headache and roll over. Society claims one part of you is good. So the mother, yes, she's a great mother. And maybe the working mother doesn't always get as good a reputation or as good positive praise or a sexy woman better not be too sexy and damn it she better not be too rich and successful at the same time how the heck do we navigate all of this internal and external confusion here is how to realign your relationship when you know, and you know this, I don't know, if I know you personally, and we speak, and you work with me one-to-one, we know where you are with Aphrodite, that goddess, that energy, that connection, oh, that vibe within you, where you feel sexy and alive, and like I always say, the sexiness isn't that you're promiscuous, and that you go out there showing everything, and it's not in that way, Aphrodite is a really really classy, sexy woman with an amazing energy. She's calm, she's confident. It's almost like 
it, you would almost look at her and be like, some people might look at her and be like, who does she think she is? And she's like, Aphrodite's like, I don't care what anybody thinks I am or who they think I am or what I should be in the nicest possible way. Aphrodite is like, this is me. That song, you can imagine that song. This is me. I am fucking fantastic and the world needs to see me at my best. That is Aphrodite. Now I've lost track with where I was. Oh, that's it. So we were going to realign you in your relationship if Aphrodite hasn't been alive in your relationship because it can cause quite a lot of chaos. So number one, when was the last time you prayed for your partner? Not just when they're ill or when they need it or never at all, but when they don't need anything at all. We both need encouragement in relationships proactively, but maybe you can't get to a place within you where you feel comfy giving that encouragement. Maybe it's not something you're used to receiving, so then you can't give it. We often don't want to tell our partner how wonderful they are. It's almost a bit weird and a bit, oh no, that's a bit weird. And people are scared to do it in case somebody turns around and says, what do you want? (laughs) What are you after? The second thing is don't demand your partner to be anything but themselves. Men know what we're thinking all of the time and they are wildly sensitive much more than they show it, much more than society tells us that they are the strong man, he's not sensitive, well actually he is and that's why they have so many mental health issues because it's almost seen as a bad thing when they are sensitive but there's nothing wrong with it at all. Even our energy as women speaks volumes When we're not speaking and bitching about them inside of our heads, our energy is speaking volumes. They know what's going on without us even having to say it. But Aphrodite will drop into the bitching inside instead of being able to get to that place of love and infinite compassion. Third thing, don't look to your partner to make you happy. Be happy anyway. Make it your priority to be really feckin' happy anyway and see what happens in your relationship. So often we're wanting thing, them to stop doing things in a certain way so that we can then be happy. But that's not Aphrodite. That's too much pressure on a relationship and your happiness is your responsibility every single day. You cannot impact somebody else's happiness. You cannot force them to be happy. You can be a sense of joy and light and happiness wherever you go and you can bring that with you. A lot of the time we enter, we're in relationships and we enter a room wanting to get something from somebody else or from the room. And have you ever walked into a room and been like, oh, the energy is not very great in that room? Maybe not, but maybe that's why you're there. Maybe that's why you're there in the relationship or in the room to bring the joy A lot of the time we wait for the joy. We're like, come on, come on, come on, God, where is it? Show me, show me, show me the money, show me the love, show me the joy. And we're not bringing it. We've got to take the first step. Your greatest gift in any situation is your capacity to be happy. Yes, they might piss you off so bad, but you're not helping you, your family or the world by focusing on it you're only creating more of it and then you wonder why they don't change and nothing changes and you're still disconnected months and years later. The fourth thing is to be careful 
with your words. So like referring to your partner as him, so oh, him over there, or being sarcastic towards him. And that's not building him up. And then you wonder why he's not showing up at his best. The fifth thing is it's not healthy or okay for kids to see that they take precedence over your marriage or relationship. That's not teaching them how to be, how to be in a relationship with other people. Set lifestyle boundaries and be firm when you need to be. The sixth thing is if you want to connect again, don't go into all, it's easy to drop into all of that explaining how it all happened. Well, we got here because of X, Y, Z, and then this happened, and then, 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 and then we're just regurgitating what's happened, and again, bringing more of it, bringing more of that energy into our world. Simply explain how you feel right here, right now. Speak from your heart, not your head. The seventh point is to know that in all of this, in all of the disconnection and the drama, Stuff comes up to heal in relationships. That is the point of relationships. So any anger, any annoyance is okay and it's there for a reason to be looked at like a detox. It's there for a reason to deal with it and so it doesn't get left and just fester so that you can both grow. And the last point is, is that if they go into their crazy place and we've all got one, your power lies as a woman especially when you're in your Aphrodite, in holding the space and stepping back. You become codependent when you want them to just get it and change, just get why what you're doing is so annoying and change it. That's codependency from our point of view because we need them to behave and do something different for us to be happy. All anybody wants in this world is to be heard. And if you shut them down, if you shut somebody down, your partner will not feel respected and his manhood is literally ripped away from him. It takes a massive hit. So that's how to reconnect your relationship. How do you awaken Aphrodite within you? So that you can feel amazing inside. Oh, I've just got tingles as I've said that sexy inside, alive inside, thriving. You're not just here to to survive and cope. You're here. You were put on this earth to friggin' thrive, not just get by, not just be disconnected and put up with it and it be the normal. That's not why you were here. You weren't put on this earth. You weren't given all of your gifts, all of your talents. You weren't put here to just cope and get through life. So you are clearly here for a reason. And when you're listening to something like this, it means Aphrodite is calling you. She's knocking on your door. She wants to be alive within you again. Like I said, she's not gone anywhere. We kind of search for her outside in anybody else, in anything else. And then we're disappointed each time because it doesn't fill the gap that we feel we're missing. There's nothing missing within us. It's just that she's asleep. And when we wake her up and gently wake her up from that sleep, oh my God, I see it all the time in the women I work with. They do the work, they show up, they commit, they carry on even when it gets hard and 
we're digging into one woman said the other day she's like that was the hardest session ever because we're literally looking at all the guilt that she's carrying all the shame that she's carrying and looking at it it feels icky you're like oh my god how hurt must I have been in the past to have that much guilt and shame on my shoulders every single day I carry it around women carry it around with them all the time and they get so used to it we get so used to living functioning breathing acting being without Aphrodite remember Aphrodite is the goddess of love intimacy beauty this is beauty within and without accepting yourself oh like I'm getting tingles again because every time I work with a woman I'm with her one-to-one I see her growing she's going through the program all of these light bulbs are going off all of these aha moments all of this unraveling inside it's so such a privilege to watch when you get messages from people saying that this has happened and that's happened that is Aphrodite coming alive again I could talk about Aphrodite all day long as you can clearly see so let's look now at how to awaken her the first thing to do is to be yourself and that's easier said than done right I mean this is even an episode on its own how do you be yourself when you've got expectations from other people when you're worried about what people might think of you when you don't even know who you are start to ask within start to go within and be yourself be as happy as you want to be regardless if the people around you look really miserable you know you know deep down the dreams you've got in your heart the thing that's stopping them whether it's a dream in your relationship to be close and connected whether it's a dream for more money business success whatever it is more self-worth you know the dreams but you know the doubts and the fears and the limiting beliefs that are in the way you know the blocks or you might not know the blocks but you know you're blocked and being yourself is that place of feeling comfy in your own skin what you look like who you are where you've come from your past your present and owning what you love what makes you happy what makes your heart sing and listening to those desires in your heart and doing them the second thing to awaken Aphrodite she wants you to take responsibility for your stuff so your anger your frustration your pain what pisses you off what holds you back what doubts and fears you have where you've messed up we've all messed up you're not the only one take responsibility for it because this is when magic can happen the third way to awaken Aphrodite is to know really really know that your power lies in who you are you were created by God to be the absolute shining superstar in your life you're not missing anything you don't need anything else a lot of the time like I always say it's just removing the blocks you were created to be amazing you are born to be amazing you are perfect as you are with all the scars with all the wounds as you are when you know that the power of the universe is inside your mind then you know you can co-create with God that is feckin powerful the fourth step to succeed in anything you have to be fully available to God the universe to love 
to source, whatever you feel comfortable calling it, so that it, that power that's within your mind, can start to reorder your thoughts and feelings. Figuring all of this out is neurosis. And neurosis is defined as separation from self. So that's that disconnection. So that's why this this podcast is called Turn Yourself On, because we're turning on your higher self. Not the small self that lives in fear, doubt, lack, limitation. This is your higher self. The fourth way to awaken Aphrodite is to move your body. Move, dance, sing, draw, create, swim, read gorgeous books, maybe, you know, less self-help books and more lovely chicklicks or um, chicklicks, chicklets and romance and oh, things that take you away. Oh, just cooking, baking, sitting on the grass, going for a run, whatever, ballroom dancing, whatever realigns your energy, oh, whatever you are called to do. You might deny yourself it though. You might give loads of reasons why you can't do it now. So just notice that. The fifth step is to learn to fully accept yourself by forgiving yourself. See the heart section in my book, More Than a Mindset. It's chapter three and it's all about your heart and what we hold within our heart. It's deeper than just saying a million times a day, I love myself, I love myself. It's about going deeper with it. Yes, you fucked up potentially. So what? Who hasn't? How much longer will you beat yourself down for it? Yes, you've been through some really bad experiences that have hurt you. A lot of people have, and I'm not saying that in a way to take that away from you. It's so that you know you're not on your own and that other people have been through really tough times as well and you can heal from it, you can rise above it. How much longer can you beat yourself down for what you've been through, where you're at and maybe what mistakes you've made? How much longer can you carry on? Aphrodite cannot cope with that. The sixth way is to be clear on your purpose in a relationship and that is to be aligned with love which sounds all nice and airy-fairy but God is love, love is the universe. When you're aligned with love, life works and if you really can't get to that loving place then in your relationship should you still be there and what is it that's going on with you that's stopping you from accessing that love within you? What is the block? Your focus on their story and their guilt and what they're not doing and what pisses you off about them, it means it's not focusing on you and it's a massive distraction from you healing and you rising higher. If contempt for a man lasts for too long, you'll eventually push him away and he'll leave. Number seven, to awaken Aphrodite. What does your bedroom look like? What does your underwear look like? Has it got holes in it? Is it fraying at the seams? What is your bedroom full of stuff? Is it sexy? Does it make you feel comforted and like a queen at night? When was the last time you bought yourself flowers or treated yourself? Number eight, how to awaken Aphrodite. What are you denying yourself of? Number nine is what experiences are you holding on to from the past? What fears do you hold on to about the future? The universe, I've just touched on this, is programmed for love. You are literally swimming in it all day long. 
but I bet you don't feel loads of it. You might try to manifest something and it not work. Why? Because you're in and out of love all day long. Your partner comes in, he pisses you off again, you're not in love. Based. So imagine you want to manifest something, you've got to be in that frequency of love, right? We say make love all day long, not just for 15 minutes or five minutes in the bedroom, whatever it is. Love is consistently there, it's an energy, it's a vibe, but we dip in and out of it. So say you're in it, you've done your morning meditation, oh my God, I feel so amazing, so love, I'm tuned into love, it's all good. And then you meet your partner and you're like, oh, you're doing my head in again, you're pissing me off again. Right, we're out of love. Guess what happens? Your good is blocked. Then it's more tiring for you because you know you want to manifest things, but you're kind of there, but you're not. You're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. It's tiring. It's really, really tiring. God is love. Call it source, call it universe, angels, galactic beings, whatever you vibe with. It's love basic it is love it's nothing fancy it's nothing religious but when we can feel it and be loving more of the time honestly your dreams manifest like lightning it's lightning speed relationships heal love and faith is restored in couples money appears success appears and to add to this you can be sexy spiritual rich successful you can have multiple orgasms, you can love your life, you can love everything, you can be a great mum, you can you can have it all. We're told we can't have it all, but we can. But you get what you choose to believe in. That That's the crux of it. When you're aligned inside, when Aphrodite is aligned with you and she's awakened in you, the outside life, your outside life aligns itself too. Now, if you're thinking, well, I've been told that if I want Aphrodite to be alive in the bedroom, it's because my career is successful and takes so much time that it knocks Aphrodite out of balance within me. So does that mean I can't have a career and I can't have the marriage and I can't have it all? No, of course you can have it all. I always say never shrink so that your partner or anybody never shrinks so that anybody else feels better. But make sure to switch states in between so your daytime energy and goddess is Athena, the worker in you. A lot of the time that's mixed in with Hera, the mother. And it's not just, if you're not, if you're not a mother to children, it can be a mother to, you could look after neighbours, you could look at, you could be a carer for your parents. It's that mothering, nurturing side. You can be balancing all of those all day long. But what we need to do is at some point after we finish work is switch states from your daytime you into your evening state. How often, and I'm guilty of this, I really have to remind myself of this. I do a day's work, so I'm in my Athena, I'm doing podcasts, I'm with clients, I'm working. That's Athena energy. It's amazing. I'm grateful that as women, we can do that. And then I do drop off and pick up. So I'm in my Hera, I'm the mother, I'm organizing the child. And then imagine going from all of that busyness then into the nighttime, or even going from your working day into doing the pickup. You take with you all of that work into the pickup and then wonder why the pickup can be quite stressful 
because you're still in work mode. It's knowing, having it all means knowing that you've got all of these different aspects to you, all of these different goddesses within you and energies within you and embodying it in each moment. So now when you're listening to this, again, you're in your work, you're Athena, great, amazing. I'm in my Athena, recording it, creating it. That's great. So after I finish work and you finish work today at whatever time, say it's, I don't know, three, four, five, ten o'clock, and then you go along and you start to do the school run, before you do that, something needs to switch. It doesn't need to be a big hour-long ceremony before you switch states. It can be a couple of minutes breathing, a little bit of an intention, and then you switch states. Then you can switch states again from when you put your children to bed to then you being in that nighttime version of you. Doesn't mean to say you need to always get your sexy underwear on and jump in bed. Come on again, let's get on it. It's not about that. It's this is your time at night. This is when you get to heal. You get to connect to your heart. Oh my God, I'm getting tingly again. This is when your body starts to come alive, that tingling inside. This is Aphrodite awakening. So let's feel her now because she's calling you. You're listening to this and you're still here 33 minutes later. Let's invite her to wake up safely within you now. And honest to God, you are going to buzz off feeling her. I'll see you on the other side of the visualization. Okay, so as always, do this when you're not driving, when it's safe. Sit up with a straight spine, with your hands facing upwards, your palms facing upwards. Roll your shoulders down your back and it helps to close your eyes and go within. And start to bring your attention onto your breath. So breathe in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. And exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy and now your heart expand. And exhale, release and let go. And I want you to place your attention on the area between your eyebrows. That space on your forehead, between your eyebrows, roll your eye, relax your eyes, roll them in and then lift them up to that place between your eyebrows. Inside of your mind is the power in the universe. So the power that runs the universe is in your mind. Connect with it. It's there to support you. It's there to help you create everything you want to create. Now drop down into your heart. Oh, and feel your heart opening. It can feel so tight across your chest at times. Open your heart. We protect ourselves by closing our hearts down and almost building walls in front of us. You'll never hurt me again. I'm strong enough. I'm going to protect myself. But really what we want to do, what Aphrodite wants to do, is to let it all go and be. Because she knows she doesn't need walls to protect her. By being more of herself, that is powerful. 
Now imagine that area down below, that triangle underneath your belly button. Where your womb is, where your ovaries are. This is a woman's sense of self. This is that area in your body that comes alive again when Aphrodite is awake within you. This is your sense of self, your creativity, your spark, your passion, your love. See the colour orange in this area. Feel even a sense of energy, tingling, movement. Feel a flow within that area. And let's ask within our hearts, our hearts have all the answers. Let's ask Aphrodite to wake up within us. Is there anything you need to do? Is there anything you need to know? Is there anything to let go of? Know that awakening Aphrodite won't suddenly turn you into a promiscuous woman. Know that this is where oh, you can start to be comfortable in your own skin for the first time in a long time. Where you can know what you want, know why you're here, know how powerful you are. Where you can open yourself up to love, to life. Imagine yourself taking up more space, being bigger energetically. Imagine feeling alive and excited and passionate. Imagine your head feeling clear, your heart feeling open, your digestion feeling flowing, your periods feeling amazing, your body feeling amazing you feel almost turned on all of the time you feel your body vibrating at a really nice subtle level all of the time it's almost tingling all over this is just the beginning let's ask aphrodite within you all to be awake and to guide us. Feel her within you, acknowledge her and be intentional every day. Feel that energy within you one more time, that tingling all over, almost like a mini long orgasm. Breathe it in, enjoy it, And when you're ready, come back into your body, back into the room. Breathing deeply, hold at the top. Exhale, release and let go. Breathing deeply, hold at the top. Exhale, release and let go. And that is it. You don't need to know the how. You don't need to focus on the why. Just always, as I always say, enjoy the experience. As always, 
please share this with a friend who you know would massively benefit too. You can reach me all through the week on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram at Laura Jane Hand or at laurajanehand.com. Have a great week. Bye.